0: What's going on, everybody? This is the Sheep Podcast. We're talking about people, popular culture, and politics. I'm your host, Austin Creed. Welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be talking about... This is a mostly men show today. So ladies, you're more than welcome to stick around, learn something, get a couple laughs in if you so choose to. But this is mostly going to be a show for the men today. We're talking about men and the misandry that's being pushed in society. That's gone mainstream and become quite disgusting, if you ask me. We're also going to be talking about money, marriage, the misery, and the motivation that men face, especially young men, on a regular basis. So, if that interests you, stick around, because we're going to be getting into it today. And we are back. Alright, so we're going to waste no time. Ladies, if you're still here, well, I I don't know why you would be unless you really just want to keep listening and you want to hear about the plight of the modern man, especially the young man. So if you want, you can take a seat. But we're going to be mostly addressing the men today. Men, welcome to the show. We're going to get into it, gentlemen. We're going to talk about the plight of the young man and we're gonna really get into the nitty gritty details. So first I want to start off by letting you all know I'm in my early twenties so I cannot speak directly to men in their thirties or forties when it comes to matters of personal experience. I can discuss what I've seen my father go through, what I've seen my mentors go through, I can discuss those types of issues and maybe give you some data but i cannot come at it from a hey i'm an older man and this is what i've seen i I can't do it because i'm not i'm not there yet i'll get there someday but i'm not there yet but you younger men teenagers early 20s mid 20s even if late 20s depends on where you're at this is more about where you are at in life than about age but I wanted to give that disclaimer up front in case you were hoping that despite you know me just being a voice that you're listening to you thought oh maybe he's a 55 year old man no sorry to burst your bubble I'm not but that being said the question that I've had to ask myself and that I ask my friends I ask my family members I ask them what does it really mean to be a man now Your answer will most likely vary, considering that culture can play a role, religion can play a role, a lot of things can play a role. Yes, you listening to the show, you have a definition of what it means to be a man, what it means to be manly. Is it sleeping with a lot of women? Is it having a lot of money? Is it getting respect? What is it? Well, we're going to get into that. I'm going to start off strong by giving you some advice I have found in my own personal life. Whether it was I learned it in the military, or I learned it when I was going through high school. Different lessons I learned every day being here at college. I'm going to touch on these things. Maybe the older men in the audience can relate to this. First thing, the very first thing you will ever have to get through as a man is asking yourself this one simple question. Who are you? Now, it sounds like a really suitable question, right? Sounds like something that you really wouldn't have to ask yourself all that intensely because it's pretty apparent, right? Wrong. It is not super obvious as much as I wish it was. Because you might say, well, I play, I'm a guy who plays basketball, or... Uh, who am I? Well, uh, you mentioned your race next. Maybe it's, oh, I'm a, I'm a white man, or I'm a black man, I'm a Mexican man, I'm, I'm an Asian man, I'm Hispanic, whatever. You could, say, you could say that identify with your race, identify with your job, identify with who you hang out with, identify by who your parents are. Any number of things could be that first answer to that first question, and that answer alone will tell you something about yourself. Now, Aristotle, for those of you who aren't really big into philosophy, was one of the biggest well-known Greek philosophers of his time. He mentored Alexander the Great, by the way, in case you were wondering. His notion was to know thyself. You need to know who you are. You need to know what your life means. You need to know about who you are so you can know where you want to go. If you don't know who you are then how the hell do you plan to go anywhere? No, I'm not telling you this is going to be a five minute answer. It's not. It's a question you will wrestle with for the rest of your life. But I want to ask you this, that question straight up so that you are not confused as to, well, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, I don't know what's going on. You need to know who you are before you can know what you want, what you don't want, That's all you can know is what you don't want. I talked to my brother a decent amount. He's probably listening to the show. My youngest brother asks me this question a lot of giving giving him advice about what it is to be a little bit older. What it's like to be with women. What it's like to make his own paycheck. What it's like to do these things. It's not what you envision. But it only feels so magical and mystical because you're not there yet. For those of you who think, oh, I'll have it together when I'm 30. Oh, I don't got to worry about that. I don't need to pay. I don't need to worry about all that. It'll work out. It'll just happen. I ain't got to worry about putting all in all that work. You know, my life will just work out. I don't have to push. I don't have to work super hard. Wrong. 100% false. If you don't have a foundation, picture yourself. I want you to close your eyes if you're able to. If you're in a car, don't do it. But if you're not in a car and you have the opportunity, I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to think. Picture yourself as a picture yourself as a building. Okay? What is the most important thing about a building? It's not the electricity. It's not the water. It's not even the beautiful exterior. No, 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 no. It is the foundation. You can have the best-looking building on the block but guess what if your building gets washed away or there's an earthquake god forbid or whatever your foundation will crumble and everything will fall apart your life will fall apart if you are not built upon a rock now my rock is both my faith in god as well as my self-confidence that it continues to grow every single day you need to find what that is for you. You need to ha- you need to have self-esteem. Now you may say, "Oh, my teacher told me that." Or, "Yeah, my mom told me that once." You didn't get what I'm about to tell you right here. You you didn't get this uh, this next point that they probably didn't tell you. So I'm gonna let you know this in just one second. You ready for it? I, I know you're thirsting for it. The answer is you need to have a self to esteem in the first place. And they may say, oh Austin, that's so insightful. Ha ha, ha. you just played out the words. No, 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 you're missing the point. The point is back to that first question, who are you? Who is this self that you're trying to esteem? Who are you? What have you accomplished? What is it you want to accomplish? If you don't have an answer to these questions, you cannot hope to have self-esteem. You can't esteem or build up nothing. You can't lift up nothing. You need to have something you're lifting up. Is it your accomplishments? Is it your ambition? Is it all the so-called uh, girls you've been with? Now, <laughs> I'll get. I'll touch on that in a minute. On why that is. So infantile, and look, I'm guilty of it myself sometimes too. Everybody want their Mac of the Year trophy out here. They want to say, oh, I find my value in all these, in all these girls, these three or fours that I'm pulling down. <laughs> I'm the man. Well, let me tell you something. I hope that uh, your Johnson ain't looking like a bar of almond joy, because uh, a lot of people end up with that if you catch my drift. Secondly, there is a psychological element to this. For those of you who know anything about biochemistry, you'll know that the brain runs on really four main chemicals, according to what I do know. But the main two being serotonin and, and, and dopamine. Dopamine is released when you have an orgasm, okay? And that gives you the illusion of you accomplished something. You did something of value. You you accomplished something now that accomplishment may have meant something for your ancestors who lived thousands if not millions of years ago but not to you sex has never been more easy now just because you're not getting it right now you may be someone who's a virgin right now and the reason i feel bad for you is not because you're a virgin it's because you don't you can't see what i'm talking about right now it seems fantastic in the moment. It seems like it's something amazing and it'll change your life. Well, I'm here to tell you. No, no, not really. In fact, if anything, it'll reinforce to you that you really don't have that much as a man. It'll make you ask yourself hard questions. Maybe you're living your life in reverse, which too many men are. In fact, you know what? It's getting a little heavy in here. I'm going to lighten this show up a little bit. For those of you who know who Woody Allen is, I want to read you a quote by Woody Allen. He said, In my next life, I want to live my life backwards. You start out dead. (laughs) You start out dead and get that out of the way. Then you wake up in an old person's home feeling better every day. You get kicked out for being too healthy. Go collect your pension. And then when you start work, you get a gold watch at a party on the first day. You work for 40 years until you're young enough to enjoy your retirement. You party, drink alcohol, and are generally promiscuous. Then you're ready for high school. You then go to primary school or middle school. You become a child. You play. You have no responsibilities. You have a baby. You, you become a baby until you are born, and then you spend your last nine months floating in a luxurious spotlight conditions. With a central heating and room service on tap. (laughs) Larger quarters every day and then voila. You finish off as an orgasm. Now, (laughs) all jokes aside. Woody Allen has a point here. A lot of us as young men are ruled by our hormones. We're out here thinking that I'm going to try to get with as many women as possible. And that's going to get me ahead in life. And I'm going to be out here winning. I'm going to be out here, I'm going to be in a man, I'm going to be out here being like, oh yeah man, I pulled down all these 304s, they all sucking me dry, and I'm doing all this stuff, and here's what I'm going to say, thank you for being so dumb, because you're wasting your time, it's like a drug, where you get that hit, and you're like, yeah man, I got out here, I'm the I'm man, I'm out here winning, and then, when, you, when the post not clarity hits you, you're like, huh, is that right, man, and then, when, (laughs) and then, when she goes to talk and she wants to cuddle, here's what you say, shut up, Meg, the girl who looked like an eight is all of a sudden a four, and you're like, oh, oh, man, what did I do, oh, man, I wasted my time, that's what you're gonna be, that's what you're gonna say, you think I'm lying, I'm telling you right now, instead of focusing on paying off your student loan debt, instead of paying off your credit card, instead of trying to make big money out here, you're just trying to get your number and notch count up. Let me tell you, it's not what you think it's going to be. You think that you're going to be living it up and it's going to be fantastic. No. Probably going to be drinking too much alcohol, going to be smoking too much weed, going to be doing too much speed, and before you know it, you look, you're 40 and you look like you're 62 and you're broke. You got nothing but your junkie friends who are all in rehab. And then before you know it, you you wish... Ah, Ah man, I wish somebody had told me that this was all vanity. It was all nothing. Well, first of all, if you read the Bible, Solomon told you that. But I'm going to reinforce it right here and now and tell you that it is just all that. That everybody... That the government, that the people around you who see you doing all this, wasting your time, not taking opportunities, they're going to be saying this. Thank you for being so dumb. They're going to take the opportunities that you should have gotten, that you deserved, and they're going to just take them from you. And you're going to be none the wiser until 20 years later when you realize, oh yeah, oh yeah, I I could have gotten that internship in college. Oh yeah, I could have started that business, but I didn't. Oh, I, I could have written that book, but I didn't feel like it. Oh, I, you know, I, I could have maybe gone into business with some of my friends, but I, I wasn't ready. I, I didn't think I was really financially secure. Let me tell you something. The richest men in the world, they didn't get there by working that 9 to 5 job. You may think they did, but they took a lot of risk. They took a lot of risk, and they got a lot of reward, and they also took a lot of L's that you didn't see behind the scenes. That is what you should be doing with your youth. Taking risks to get reward, not playing it safe. Because playing it safe is a shortcut to failure and misery and a lack of motivation in your life. I can't tell you the number of men men I've seen who they go through high school, they go through college, they kind of on autopilot mode in their life. And then they come out, and they marry a girl, they have kids with her, and then their whole life is about getting ahead and trying to provide the best for their kids. They're basically a pack mule, or a pocketbook with short hair. And then before they know it, they're like 45 or 50, and they're just ready to croak, because they got nothing left to do. They have no one, really, their wife hasn't touched them in two years, and then before you know it, you're just like... What even is my life? Is this what I signed up for? Why did people push me towards this? This was supposed to be my big moment. And no, it wasn't. But I don't blame people, especially men, for going through this rat race of reality because guess what? If you talk like me and you say, hey, I don't think really marriage is that great unless you have leverage and options and even then it can go downhill... Or hey, I don't think it's wise to marry a woman in the West, really, because they're all most of them are feminists or have the Jezebel spirit, and they're liable to cheat on you, take your kids from you, and take half your paycheck that you worked hard for. They're gonna say, "Ooh, you hate women. You're you just don't like women, and you probably don't get laid. lady. You probably ugly and short and pimple-faced and blah 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 blah." blah. Yeah. Those of you who have any semblance of the beliefs that I'm talking about today, you've probably been some of those things, haven't you? They try to shame you. They don't actually debate what you said. They just try to debase who you are according to them. That's what happens. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And for those of you who are plugged in and don't have this mindset and are probably shocked by what you're hearing because... It, goes against what you were told for your whole life and you probably want to turn the show off or report me or call me names. Hey, you know what? You can do that if you want. I'm here to tell you, though. Not going to change it. Not going to make me any less true. Not going to make me lose any ounce of sleep. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you want to stick the feminist mobs on me, go right ahead. I don't care. This message is so important for men that I don't even care. The levels of misandry and misery that men deal with on a regular basis that goes unspoken because we are trained to be tough, not to talk like I'm talking right now because we get shamed, gaslit, and thrown aside and thrown off the air, it's real. And I'm sorry if you don't see it and you think I'm wrong because that just means that it just means you're so plugged in you're so ghastly, you're running in circles. All you really want to say is, Shut up, Meg. But you won't do it, because you've been told not to do it. And then all the while, you got the women out here behind closed doors saying this. Thank you for being so dumb. It's just, it's sad. Look, I'm going to look up. here's, Here's another thing I wanted to talk about. Those of you who talk about marriage and love conquering all and oh not me not me austin i got the best relationship ever my woman would never do that to me she a great woman and i ain't never got to worry about this and you're just a, you're just hurt and you don't never experienced true love and and all this stuff hey you know what i'm gonna read you i'm gonna read you this article okay you ready for it it says the 20 biggest regrets of people who married young Now, keep in mind, there are exceptions to this rule. And if you are the exception, I applaud you. Just know that you are just that. You are the exception. You are not the norm. You might wish you were, but you're not. Now, keep that in mind as we move forward. Number one, the biggest regret of people who married young is this. The marriage was based on physical chemistry. Remember what I said a couple minutes ago about men wanting to be Mac of the Year, wanting to run game on on these 304s, and wanting to, you know, put their all these notches in their belt. Well, there are other men on the flip side of that who are more religious, and they say that, hey, you know what? Biblically speaking, and they're not wrong to think this. By the way, I'm not supposed to touch a woman. Before I'm married to her, I gotta make an honest woman out of her and I gotta really do right by her. Hey, you're not wrong with that, by the way. I'm not trying to sit here and say that you're wrong. You just need to keep in mind that under the surface, you want intimacy. Now, that's not bad, but you need to remember this. If you are a fundamental Christian man, Muslim man, Jewish man, or anybody else listening to this show, I want you to know, you have the right mindset. The problem is, the application is not there in the West. Because it is so hard to do this, and you are setting yourself up for potential fall. One of my best friends, and I love him, got married six months in to his relationship. And in my opinion, because he wanted Intimacy. When he could have seen things from such a different lens when that post-nut clarity hit. He could have seen things more objectively. Could have seen things from a more logical and less of a, hey, I really just want to know what it's like to be intimate with this woman I care about. Could have seen things differently. Now, for those of you who are very religious and you're coming at me and you're trying to tell me, hey, you can't be a Christian if you're thinking like this, well, let me tell you something. According to traditional Jewish culture, they got married at the start of puberty through the age of 20. Not 25, not 30, not 35, no. They didn't do that because they knew it wasn't sustainable. They knew that the the desire was there and the longer you held out, the more liable you were to fail. So they tried... To prevent it altogether. Now, I'm not saying that needs to come back in the world today. I think that would be horrible. Here's what I will say: You need to be realistic. And for those of you who are quick to call me a misogynist, you, we need to address. We're addressing the misogyny today because I don't say this to knock on women. In fact, I've barely mentioned women at all. Because we as men need to take accountability for the things we're doing. It's too easy to just blame one side and not take accountability on your own side. All the while, the people in charge are saying this yet again. Thank you for being so dumb. We need to be better than this. Now, I'm going to get on to the next part. Number two is disappointment. They don't want to disappoint their partner. They don't want to. They don't want to avoid the expectations. They want to, like I said, treat them right. They don't want a society to look down on them. Other people say they married only to experience a life change. How Does that ring a bell with anybody? They wanted to move in the next chapter of life, and that was what made sense? Was to move forward through marriage? Mm, I, I don't think it's smart. I think it's your... Trying to fix a temporary problem with a very permanent solution. Keep in mind, marriage is not supposed to end outside of death or infidelity. Those are the only exceptions that I've ever seen in the Bible. It's just, it's something you need to keep in mind. Or here's another one. They said they entered a relationship that did not satisfy their needs. Now, these needs can be anything from physical, like I've been saying, emotional, spiritual, being unequally yoked. Anybody? These are important things. Oh, this one. This one's... I I don't know about this one. This one says, they missed out on promiscuity. Now, here's my thing on this. This is a tenet of feminism. They want to tell you, oh, they need to find who they are, and they need to go through their healing, and they need to... They need to know what they really want by finding out what they don't want. Really? So, so in other words, you're using that as an excuse to go around sleeping with anything and anybody that you want, and then before you know it, you're then sticking me. You're making someone else pay for something that someone else pretty much got on the cheap. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. You- yeah. You see what I'm saying? And then as men, we're out here thinking, wait, hold on a minute. This makes no sense. Why in the hell would I pay for something that someone else didn't have to? Yeah, you see, that's not what I'm talking about. That's the plight of a lot of men. And then we're called names instead of actually having it addressed. Now, I want to read you something else I found. If you think it isn't getting interesting enough, here's another one for you. Have any of you men out there in the audience... Have any of you ever heard feminists say that, oh, I get so much hate, and all of these these people who are incels, they attack me and talk bad about me? Let, let me ask you a question out there. Did anybody besides me play Call of Duty in middle school, elementary school, high school? If any of you remember how toxic those chats were? How they'd be like, hey, 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 hey beavis and butthead like talking about how hey go kill yourself ho you know some stuff like that you remember that kind of garbage all that bullshit you remember that yeah now keep in mind here that women don't really experience that in that same way they are a little different so when they hear stuff like this they think it's oh there's so much hatred and abuse and blah 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 Uh, No, you just haven't been in an 8th grade uh, Call of Duty chat room where everybody's telling you, I'm going to bang your mom and uh, you you need to go kill yourself, ho. You know, stuff like that. If if any of you play video games, especially Call of Duty as an 8th grader, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not justifying any of it, but it is what it is. And then they think it's personal, like they're the only ones receiving this attack. No. You're probably being attacked by the same 8th graders who say that stuff in the Call of Duty chat. (laughs) Yet, the feminists come out here and they say, Oh, I hate all men, and men are trash, and men don't do anything for society, and and all they want to do is shoot us and hurt us and blah 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 blah. Uh, Let me tell you something. Uh, I know a lot of very caring fathers out there who are nothing on the things you just described. So all men would include them as well. So you're wrong on that. We're also not going to talk about how men protect women in a lot of ways as well. Like, look, I I get it. I get it, man. I understand that (laughs) you as men, you know what I'm talking about. You've heard these things. You've been gaslit, you've been attacked, you've been demonized. I get it. And then all you want to do is just come out here and be like Peter Griffin and say, you know, shut up, Meg. you That's what you want to do. I get it. Here's my thing, though. We need to stop attacking each other on the basis of gender, sex, race. It's all, it's all a bunch of hullabaloo it's all a giant fake out all the while the people in power they're all the while the people in power are getting away with what they're get, they're getting away with all their shenanigans saying this Thank you for being so dumb. we need to stop it the wolves are getting our way with everything and they're shearing us all and we're on each other's necks this is not meant to say that if you're espousing hatred that you should get away with it You're free to say what you want. We live in a free society. Just know that people have a right to respond accordingly. Hopefully, with just using their words to explain and use logic, violence should never be the solution because it doesn't actually fix anything. That's why I don't advocate for it. I think it's dumb. Anyways, my friends... You also need to keep in mind that if you're going to college, your student loan debt probably out of out of control. And if you're just chowing for booty and you're not trying to pay off your student loan debt, you're going to be paying it off for the next 20 years. And you're never going to get ahead. Me? I'm trying to pay off my car loan as fast as I can. Because I don't want to owe people money. Very biblical stance, by the way. You need to not be a debt slave to others because it will hold you back and like Albert Einstein said I believe it was him he said that compound interest was the eighth wonder of the world because it either worked for you or against you you either pay it or it's paying you so don't be the person that pays interest your whole life and never earns any back I could talk about men's issues from now to the end of the day, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wind the show down a little bit and we're going to stop here for today. Because we're already 30 minutes in and I've gotten a lot of points across I wanted to get across. My brothers, I need you to understand that this is a marathon. And you need to be thinking about the future, you need to be thinking about what your future is going to look like, and you need to be focused on living the big picture and not getting lost in the details of now. Don't live in the past, don't be consumed by the present, you need to focus on the future, because then you will make decisions accordingly that are very wise. If you've enjoyed what you heard, you have any comments, questions, concerns, critiques, any of it, you can find me on Twitter at Austin Creed or at Aussie Creed, A-U-Z-Z-I-E-C-R-E-E-D. There you'll find the Patreon page. If you feel so inclined to support the show, you want to hear more of what you're hearing, you want to hear more about topics I haven't discussed yet, you can feel free to look at the poll that I put up there for members. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, if the ladies are even still here, maybe they probably tuned out of the show, or they got upset when I started talking about <laughs> more incendiary topics, men, just know that you're not alone. You're never suffering alone. We're all in this together. And there are too many people out here trashing on us as men, even our own. Do not get lost. Remember who you are, who you want to become. And never settle. Because you deserve better. But you need to believe that. I can't just be the one telling you. God bless you. God bless your family. God bless America.